to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. The TV show and the podcast. The TV show and the podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I never even saw that TV show, but I know that song. It's like some TV show from the 70s. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. It was a show called Welcome Back Carter. Yeah, I guess so. Um,. God, it's a Thursday, but it feels like a Friday for some reason. Um, it how does are you? Not for me. Oh, just me this then. Week has gone by very slowly. <laughs> really? I feel like I've blinked and it's already over. Like I don't even know what day it is. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Courtney. Hi, ladies. I'm getting uh, f- like so excited because I realized the retreat is in a month. <gasps> Wait, what date is it? Oh, no. Well, it's like it's the 16th. It's maybe like a month and 10 days. No big deal. Yeah. In my mind, the retreat is a month. I'm so excited, too, because that means we'll be in warm, beautiful Sedona in a month. Have Uh, you checked the weather? No, I just I just feel like Sedona is always beautiful. You should check the weather. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like 50 degrees right now. Oh, oh, well, (laughs) it'll be great. We have a hot tub. (laughs) Just stay the whole time in the hot tub. Hey, Heather. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Carrie. Uh, Lisa says, why are you calling me out on your pod? LOL. Drowning in parentheses. Oh, yikes. Oh, Lisa. That was my that was my dream, girl. Yes. Nobody's, nobody's calling you out. Calling me out. <laughs> So yeah, today we are we were like, what should we talk about? And Ambrosia had a really interesting dream the other night. So uh, we're going to talk about the message in that dream. Ambrosia, would you like to share? I'll take it away. So um, first, I want to say that I've had four people reach out to me the end of last week, the beginning of this week, saying that they had a dream about me, and I was doing something different in each dream. I just want to apologize in advance if I've been stalking people in their dreams or helping, and you're welcome either way. Um, So I've had some crazy dreams lately too. The other day I had a dream that, what was it? We were, uh, I don't remember where we were, but I knew that I was underwater and I was with a bunch of people that I knew, but like I, I don't really know in this life. And It was like a really deep connection to this one person and we're underwater because I could see above me like how the water ripples and then the sky above you or whatever the case may be. I could see people above me and she looked at me 
And she said, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're breathing underwater. And I panicked because I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe underwater. And I panicked and water started dripping out of her nose, like pretty quickly, like a, a leaky faucet. And I kind of got scared and like looked at her. And she said, if you don't believe in yourself, you'll drown. And so I said, oh, okay, okay. I believe that I can breathe underwater, right? And when I said that, the water stopped coming out of her nose. And she said, that's right, you're doing it. If you believe in yourself, you won't drown. You can breathe underwater. And then that was the end. I woke up. Wait, she was underwater and water came out of her nose? I don't know, man. It was a dream. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it was crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah. We were, it also felt like we were high, in high school. I don't know. Oh. It was very strange. It was a very weird dream. Interesting. I, I love- had another dream last night about um, a listener. It was very weird. I think you're doing work in your dreams. But, because I feel like that's what means, that's what it means when other people are like seeing you a lot in their dreams. You're actually like, floating around in people's consciousness, consciousness, conscience, consciousnesses. Yep, that's it. You got it. And you're, you're like doing work in your dreams. Like you're helping other people in your dreams while you, your body sleeps. Um, but that dream is like really – I love that imagery and I love that visual and that um, – and the message too. If you don't believe in yourself, you'll drown. Drown. <laughs> because – <laughs> because um because it's very similar to in real life, right? Like when you um I think of w- what they teach you about when you're caught in an undertow, right? Mm. And you start thrashing around because you're like I'm going to dr- I'm going to die, I'm going to drown, I'm going to drown. Yeah. Which is a form of not believing in yourself because you're like, "Oh my god, oh my you're you're believing like you're you're not you're trusting, panicking." panicking. You just get exhausted and you get pulled out further and they tell you what to do is actually like relax and what? And let the current take you. Yeah, and let the current take you and um, and believe and trust. And I think that that's such a good metaphor for, you know, like what we're all doing here and these dreams that we have that we were born with that are – you know, it's so interesting, like, that our dreams are so terrifying to us, right? I was thinking about it this morning that, like, we're we're born with these intentions. We're born with these um, – we come into this world with these intentions to do certain things in this lifetime, and yet they're so terrifying to us. And it's this disbelief that makes us actually start to drown in these dreams, right? Like, when we – like, we'll get a little uh, – We'll get a little momentum on something, and then mm-hmm. the second that we do, those disbelief and those scared thoughts come in about like what's going to happen if <clears throat> we actually go through with this. What's going to happen if we actually succeed? Um, or the thoughts of I, I'm not going to be able to do it. Right? Like I'm not strong enough for this, and then everything yeah. starts crumbling down. And you start lo- losing money, you start losing like connection with people, you start losing faith in yourself, and then yeah. you just want to get in bed and sleep all day. Yeah, because sleep is a form of escape, right? Oh my you God. just want to escape in whatever way you can. But I also feel like, I feel like this ties really into, really well into regret. Um, 
something that I've been telling people lately that truly impacted me. And it didn't occur to me until eh, maybe it was in the moment, but I didn't really talk about it a couple months ago. Um, last year, I was working with people. I don't know if um, a lot of you guys know this, but I'm a physical therapy assistant. And last year, I was doing a lot of um, home visits for physical therapy. So what I would do is I would go into people's houses. I would try to help them exercise to get better, right? And a lot of the time, the patient would be in their late 90s, like 97, 93, um, 95. So they know that they are on their way out of this reality. And it was really interesting to me because a lot of those, I didn't have one patient that didn't do this that wasn't 85 and older. Or if they had a terminal disease where they knew they were dying, right? Um, they would always talk about regret. They would always talk about the things they wish they had done without exception. I wish I could spend time with my family. I wish I could have seen China. I wish I could have done this, but I can't now because I'm too sick or I'm too old or whatever the case may be. And I feel like this is a story that we tell ourselves when we're in our forties, when we're in our thirties. I can't do this because I don't have enough money. I can't do this because it's too scary. I can't do this because my kids. I'm too old. My kids, yeah. Whatever the case may be, I would rather personally be one of the people that said, at least I tried, rather than living with the image of, I wish I had taken the risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, like, I think sometimes this is what I've been noticing a lot is that my imagine. Okay. For example, first of all, I love that because Gary Vee says the same thing. He's always talking about, he's like, if you ever are like, like feeling sorry for yourself or anything, just go talk to like someone in an old person's home and they will inspire the hell out of you because they yeah. can't do anything anymore. And all they'll tell you is what they should have done. And like you said, the risks they should have taken and what they want to do. And, yeah. And just to go out and live your life. And you'll realize too, in comparison, how uh, able you are. You know, this mm-hmm. is another thing is that like recently I've been noticing how powerful our words are. Um, and, and how powerful our stories are. And when you say you're stuck, you're stuck. Like, that's it. And when you say that you can't, you can't. And when you say, yeah, but there's going to be a, but, and that, but's going to be real for you. You know, (laughs) that (laughs) but is going to be real. Um, so, but, um, hold on real quick. Courtney Fahey says, water is emotion. So breathing through those emotions that make it feel hard to breathe, maybe. Oh, she's talking about the dream. Yeah, like you're that. in like Thank a you. pool of emotion. Ooh, I like that. It's a clear pool. So I know that means something that yeah, water. I like that. Um, but also, um, for me, what I've been noticing is that, okay, so <laughs> – Our imaginations just freaking go wild. It's Mm -hmm. amazing what our imaginations do. And we can, our imagination, right, is a super powerful tool. We can use it for good or we can use it for evil, right? We can use it to envision like 
something amazing and we can actually generate like like a life that we would love to live and beauty and safety and trust and ease and security and love and all these things and we can really like visualize and feel all that right mm-hmm. but we can also use our imagination to just worry the fuck out of ourselves like just worry 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 and create all these scenarios that likely will never happen but we ruin our present experience by jumping ahead and creating all these scenarios like but what if this happens and what if this happens and what if this happens and it all contributes to the belief that because all these things could and might happen Mm -hmm. I should just stay right where I am because that's scary and the reality is that like in conjunction with all those fear, or not in conjunction, at the same time that all those fear realities are possible, so are all the beautiful realities. So are all the, I mean, I was just talking to a new coaching client yesterday and she was asking me about like my story and where I came from. And when I told her my story, she was like, well, that really inspires me because like I really like to see how people, you know, go through their own journey. And it seems like you were in a really low place and like now I'm watching you and I, it seems like you're really living like what you want to do. And it gave me a moment to look back and recognize like, oh my God, a few years ago, I literally had no friends. I had no money. I had nothing. I was so terrified. I was like cut off from my family, my everything. Like everything was so bad, dude. Like so bad. I can't even. I My face was like so broken out. I was so unhealthy. Like everything. Terrible. And now I'm sitting here like in this space where, of course, I'm still learning and growing. But at the same time, I just feel like, okay, I'm my own success story. Like I'm looking back and realize like I'm my own proof that like this can happen. But you have to believe in yourself and you have to. And that doesn't mean that you're going to it doesn't mean that you're going to go from zero to 60 overnight. Like it doesn't mean that it, it takes time, but it start it goes back to the baby steps. It's like, what today can you shift just a little bit? What news story can you tell yourself today? Just a little bit to ease up on yourself and get a little movement because a little movement's all you need to make big movement in the future. Like like tidal waves start with just a little wave in the beginning, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And what's interesting about the people that have been watching us, this whole experience is that you guys have seen this journey. You guys have seen where we are. I mean, you could go back to both of our Facebook pages and look three years ago to see where we were. You know, I remember having conversations with you in the beginning saying, I don't have any friends in my area. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just insane or talking to you about how much I hated my job. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's just insane how much we've both transformed in this amount of time. And it's been consistency It's been pushing past the fears. When the fear comes up, we both help each other get through this, you know? And then it's also, it's been a lot of hard work, both like for ourselves and for our, our, our goal, our common goal. So there's no magic. The magic is in our drive and our will to do this. Yeah. The magic is in you really. Yeah, um, the magic is in you. Arc Nine said that last night in our private conversations with Arc Nine. They were like, "You're the magic. You're the key. Aww. We want you to know that." They're so nice. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Emily Bondurant says, "This is everything I needed to hear." 
Yay. That's right, Emily. We're talking tonight, Emily. I'm excited. Oh, are you? Emily, you've been popping up on my radar quite a bit, actually. So, and I want to talk to you about that offline. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Lisa says, baby steps are 100%. Sometimes they are so small, they are nearly invisible. But if it's a change in the right direction, it's perfect. Exactly. You, and you have to celebrate every step in a, new, in a direction that feels good, no matter how small. Because if you don't do that, then no matter what step you take, it will never feel like enough and you'll stay in the same spot you are. You have to recognize that you're moving and you're learning and you're growing. And the more you acknowledge that about yourself, the more you're going to be able to move. Um Side note about Emily, it's really interesting because like Ambie and I will, sometimes we're so in sync where I'll be like, what's the deal with this person? Like, do you know this person? Because I'm getting a hit on this person. And they'll be like, I got a hit on that person yesterday. And we'll be talking, like we talk about you guys all the time in the best way, but just like we'll feel drawn to some of you randomly. And it's always for a reason. So it's very cool how that happens. Um, Can I show you something? Sure. (laughs) Okay. So when I was going to school for physical therapy assisting, they showed us this little chart that I made. And I think it's such a good freaking metaphor for life. So I wanted to show you because it's relevant. Okay. Okay. So when – okay, do you know what the most likely cause of death in seniors is? Heart disease? Loneliness? No. It is, but it's it's actually falling. Oh, okay. So – when and it's not like the act of falling, it's falling leads to pneumonia, falling leads to whatever the case may be, loneliness, mm. all of those things. Okay, so here is I don't know. Can you bring it closer? Bring it closer. Boom. Fall hospital fear of falling. Fall hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. So essentially, the person will have a fall. The the. Honestly, if you have a grandmother that you care about or a grandfather you care about, check their bathroom. That's the most likely place they'll fall. PSA. Anyway, they fall. They have to be hospitalized. The situation of them getting hospitalized is so bad in their mind that when they go home, they're so terrified of falling that it changes Mm. their posture. They hunch over. They don't want to walk. When they stop walking, your muscles atrophy, which means they physically waste away, which means you can physically not hold your body up anymore, which leads to more falls, which leads to more hospitalizations. So the actual thing that you are afraid of happening is being perpetuated by the fear of it happening. Wow. What a cool real life example. Yep. And that's actually statistically proven with this example. Yeah, like that's what they teach you. That's what they teach you in school, that you have to prevent falls by explaining this to patients. Like the fear that you have of this happening is going to make it happen more. Because you're like, yeah, it's so cool though, because it's such a- Your whole body changes. It's such Instead of being upright, you hunch forward. Right. It's it's wild. You're protecting. Instead of looking, yes. And when I used to coach gymnastics, what we would teach, I don't know if your coaches told you this, but if you look down, you'll fall down. Wherever your eyes go, that's yeah. where you're going to go. And so when you watch seniors that have had a fall, they look down because they're looking at their feet. Yeah. And I tell them all the time, when you look down, you're going to fall down. You have to look in front of you. You're not looking at the obstacles that are coming on your path. You're yeah. looking at the one right in front of you. Yeah. I've been doing – there's this thing uh, called slack line. Some of you probably know of it. It's like a line. It's like a – it's like a – what, yeah, you know I saw. Are you gonna slackline in Arizona? I'm serious. No, no, I'm I so slackline. Serious. I slackline like three times a week at my rock climbing gym. 
I am so excited for this, Alexa. If Why? we can bring a slack line to Arizona, will you slack oh, line for us? Yeah, sure. I've only just started, but I've gotten to where I can take like four steps, which is like a big deal. That's it, pretty cool. Because it takes a long time. But anyway, when I first – so me and my fiance, we belong to a rock climbing gym. It's really freaking awesome. And they have a slack line there. And um, – Essentially, it's a line that's pulled between two things and it's looser in the middle and it's tighter in the ends. But still, I mean, the the, the fabric is like this long. Yeah. So um, so I kept start trying it on my own and I kept being like, how the fuck do you do this? Like I kept falling off and I'm like pretty good with balance, you know, because I was a gymnast too. And um, this guy finally came up and was like, okay, listen, like you can't look down. Like I know you want to, but you have to look out at a point because if you're looking down, your your balance is going to be completely off. Like you have to look out where you're going basically. And he's like, look at this green thing on the wall. Always look there. And ever since he taught me that, I've been like getting better, 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 better. Until now I can take all these steps. So that was just an aside. It goes back to your secret. It goes back to your shoulders because if you look down, your shoulders roll forward and your hips, it changes. Yeah. It actually physically changes your posture. Yeah. So if you look up, it rolls your shoulders back and you have more stability. Just There you go. And what is um, – it reminds me of what our business uh, and money coach Leela is always – talking about like your body is everything like yeah. that's your presence and if you don't feel good in your body like Tony Robbins also teaches this like if you want to change your emotional state you change your physical state because like how can you tell that someone's sad what do they look like you know what they look like their shoulders are hunched their heads down they're curled up they're kind of like this you know how does someone look when they're happy their shoulders are back their heads up they're smiling and so if you want to change your emotional state you have to change your physical state and be aware of your physical state and so that's like a great first place to start um with like posture and shoulders and all that. But also, I mean, Amby, you taught me this, like jumping up and down, you know, like if you're feeling yeah. low, get your energy up. Like that's a really great way to start shifting your energy. Like jump up and down, do jumping jacks, put on a song and dance for a little bit. I've been, I've been, I was, I've been struggling with my body and my exercise for like the past three years, like really big, because I, I, when I was on Adderall, I had like a very, very, very skinny, I was very, very, very skinny. And then I got off Adderall and I gained all my weight back and it's fine. Like, but I still haven't been like happy with my body. And every time I tried to work out, I was just like, ugh, I was over it. Like, I just didn't like it. I don't know. I just, it, I couldn't stick with it. And then I finally listened to myself like a month ago and I was like, what do I love to do that's exercise? I love to dance. And there's a part of me that's like, well, that's not enough. And it's like, but that's what makes me happy. So I just decided I'm going to dance every day and I'm going to go to flywheel when I go to flywheel and I'll do some yoga too. But like the thing I'm going to do every day is dance. And so I downloaded this app that has like all these awesome like dances on it, which I love. It's it's like Les Mills. Like I used to love to go to Body Jam. Yeah, yeah. So they have this app. They have an app now. You can do it on demand at home. So it's like $15 a month. I'm like, cool. So when I first started doing this every day, when I first started doing it, I was like in my head like, is this really going to change anything? And something in me was like, just keep doing it. Just do it every day because it makes you happy. It's not, a, don't think about it about the body. Like think about it as like you're in your body and it feels good to be in your body and that's great, you know? And just today, I've been doing it now for like two to three weeks solidly. And today was the first day that I was just like, this is 
I like feel good in my body. Like I feel happy in my body. Mm -hmm. I feel light. I feel like I'm generating happiness and that now I can show up in a bigger way for other people. And I'm really seeing how this all comes back to Leela is always saying like how you feel in your body, it's like going to reflect in your business. It's going to reflect in your relationships, everything. And I'm finally realizing like you don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to do something you hate. Like do something you love that makes your body move because it's going to change your state. It's going to change your confidence. It's going to change your energy. And you're going to be able to be more present and more open to receive everything you need. Yeah. I ran – so I – I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast. You probably know that I love running. I freaking love it. I talk about it a lot. Um, And the other day, we had a call, you and I. Yeah. I had another call before that. And then I had like an hour to kill. And so I ran five miles. Whoa. (laughs) Just like on a freaking whim. Yeah, just like a casual five miles. No big deal. Just like a, a 5K, it's fine. But like, it was so ridiculous because I was like, you just ran five miles. It took me a long time. It took me almost two hours. Don't get me wrong. But I did it. Yeah, and I felt, really, I felt really good about it. I was so happy. And I love being outside. And I ran two miles this morning because I was like, I just love this. It's so nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, follow what makes you happy. Like, follow what makes you feel good. It's everybody, it's not the same for everybody. Some people love to run. Some people love to dance. Some people love to rock climb. I love rock climbing. Some people love to do. Uh, Heather said, Yes, I'm learning this. Don't kill yourself at the gym. It can have reverse effects. She said, That's yeah. an 8K, girl. Oh, 8K. I thought a 5K was uh, three miles. An AK is five miles. Yeah. I thought a 5K was five miles. <laughs> no, because it's kilometers. And I got it. I just didn't okay. think about it. Um, oh, Sam, Oh, I just saw something from Sammy. First of all, okay. Yeah. Everyone was talking about the looking where you're going and falling. Lisa said, that's my mom, full stop, the falls, etc. Sammy said, oh, I need to show this to my mom. Sammy said, that's like the NASCAR analogy Brandon uses a lot. Yes. Don't look at the wall. NASCAR, don't look at the wall. I tell, I used to tell patients that too. Don't look at the wall. And they would look at me like I'm nuts. Like when you tell muggles, I love you guys. But when you tell muggles that, they look at you like you're crazy. Like you're speaking a different language. And I'm like, no. Well, are you explaining the full analogy? Yeah. Like I would be like, do you know what they teach NASCAR drivers? Don't look at the wall because you're going to go to the wall. If you look down, you're going to fall down. Yeah. Nope. Just look at me like I have three heads. Okay, well, we're going to fall now. Here's we, Here we go. I did have a patient that fell on my watch. So that's a tough Sorry. Fun. It's okay. Um, so anyway, the whole point of all of this is belief. Belief in yourself. Even with that, even with my example about working out, I was realizing today like that it wasn't, I wasn't starting to see any effects until I believed in myself and until I believed that like this is good for me. Like this Mm. and this can work. 
And that's the other thing. I think so many times we just have so much prior experience that we'll say like, well, I just don't believe that this will work. I just don't believe that this will work. I just don't believe that this will work. And it's not going to work if you don't believe it's going to work. You know, you have to take that leap. Like that's what the leap of faith is. It's a it's a leap of faith that like in yourself, belief in yourself that this is going to work. And here's one thing I just want to share before we wrap this up is like, Something I really like to think about sometimes when I'm about to take a leap of faith in something I'm trying to create, but that feels scary, I just kind of zoom out and I go, wait, but if this is part of my purpose here and this is part of my like destiny essentially, like source or my guides or the universe or whatever you want to call it, like they want this to happen for me. Like they mm-hmm. they want to assist me in this. Like that's what – and me doing this will actually assist others in what they're doing. So – Everyone wants this to happen basically except me. <laughs> like I'm the mm-hmm. one who's holding this up. So sometimes that what? Cuz you're afraid. Sometimes. Right. But sometimes yeah. that really helps me. I think cuz sometimes when we get into worthiness and deservedness and oh, should I really do this? That's what helps me is zooming out and being like, "Wait. The universe wants this to happen for me." So if I take this leap of faith, I will be supported. Like I literally think of it as like the universe is like my parents or like something that can literally physically support me and catch me if I fall. Mm -hmm. And that feels really good to me for some reason and it helps me take that next step. So um, any (laughs) – anyway, um, so believe in yourself or you'll drown. Now you have me saying it. Yay! No, that's not wrong. proper. <laughs> you guys, do you say drown or drowned? Because Ambie says drowned. I say drowned. Like There's an I, extra you will D drown. There. You don't know about it. <laughs> um, I also say, how do you say the other word that I that I asked you to say? Valentine's. No, no, no. The N one. Nas NASA. Okay, I say Nassau because <laughs> like N A S A. She says like Nassau Bahamas. <laughs> like Nassau, we're going to Nassau, but like <laughs> Nassau. So this drives my husband wild. He hates it. Um, but I think that I grew up in Southern Florida. Like that's when I learned how to speak, essentially. So he maybe. asked my mom, maybe, maybe I'm just blaming Southern Florida. Who knows? But he asked my mom, he's like, how do you say N-A-S-A? And she said it the same way I did. And he was like, you two are crazy. It was so fun. Lisa says drown is present tense. Drowned is past tense. Yes, we we are aware. There's just an well, extra D added on there for some reason. There is always a D on there for me. Wait, <laughs> that sounded bad. I didn't mean it like that. Always got a D on there for me. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Um, I can't even. (laughs) If you need help believing in yourself, reach out to us. Shoot us a message. That's what we specialize in, essentially, holding space and supporting people to believe in themselves so they can move forward. Um, Speaking of believing. Yeah, no, girl, you got it. I was going (laughs) to do the same thing. We're on the same page. Go for it. Oh, I was going to talk about sponsors. Oh, I was going to talk about the retreat. So we're go for the retreat. Page. I got to okay. pull up the Patreons and so if you if you want to take a leap of faith with us and look at how professional I look with my paper. Anyway, if you want to take a leap of faith with us and help yourself out and really go to the next level, we are hosting a retreat in Sedona, Arizona, February twenty sixth through March second. We are 
going to do some magical shit, but also really the magical shit that we're doing is helping you realize what is blocking you from moving in the next level of your life. And then also helping you with a three month coaching program, really live that and really move through those blocks when you're at home instead of when you're just in a safe container. Yeah. And we're going to be doing more one-on-one time with our coaching clients this time, um, you know, because your journey is so customized to you and the things that are coming. So you'll have the benefit, whoever's in this program is going to have the benefit of being with the group, which is really powerful in itself because of like the support you guys are offering each other and the bonds you make and and just feeling seen and heard in a mm-hmm. in a group format. Um, and then you're going to have private one-on-one coaching with uh, Ambie and I because, you know, specific things to you come up and we're really committed to helping you move forward as much as we possibly can in these three months. Because if you want something, like we're here to help you get it, you know, we're here to be a blessing, not a burden. We're really here to um, offer you an opportunity to do the thing that you're wanting to do with help, with support, with a mm-hmm. safety net and with um, guidance where you need it. So and with someone to kick your ass when you need it too. Um, sometimes you need a little kick in the ass. I need a kick in the ass all the time. So um, you want to get someone you love to kick you in the ass. <laughs> Pay someone you love to kick you in the ass. That's how I see Leela. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's going to kick my ass with like money and business, it's going to be you. So That's how I look at like flywheel or spin. Yeah. Like I need you to yell at me a little bit while yeah. I work out. yeah. Yeah, you need someone to push. Exactly. Oh, it's such a good metaphor because like if when I just go to work out on my own, and I'm sure many of you can resonate with this, if you just go work out on your own, you're just going to do like the bare minimum. Yeah, the bare minimum. Basically, you're going to be like, okay, that was good enough for today. When you go to a class and you have someone being like, nope, we're going, we're doing another hill. You're like, oh, shit. But you love it. You yeah. love it afterwards. So, um, and then your butt's all cute after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what we're saying is if you want a cute butt, work with us. Um, but yeah, we have, we sold out half the spaces for the retreat and coaching program. So, uh, there are some spaces left, but they're filling up. They're and going fast. It is the ideal time to jump on this. Um, and if if you're interested in joining us, uh, we do have payment plans and we are working with people to help them figure out how to come if they're fully committed and if they're stepping, if they're fully committed to stepping in. So if that's you, please reach out to us. We would love to talk to you and see if this is a good fit. The other thing that we want to share, and this is new and exciting and fun, is we are going to start uh, taking sponsors for this show. We've never had sponsors before. We've never done any sort of like advertisement and we don't want to take random ads for this show because we don't feel like that feels good or is authentic. Um, what we want to do is bring on people who ideally are listeners of this show and who have their own side business or product or service that they want to offer, whether you're a coach or a healer or a psychic or like we said, you have like a physical product you sell, a course, um, and you think that this audience is your like prime audience – then this is a really good place for you to essentially advertise and get your name out um, through our mouth, basically. So what we would do is like we would integrate um, the sponsorship into the podcast and it would be on, you know, every podcast and you'd hear us talking about it. Um, So it also wouldn't feel like an ad. It will feel like 
native. We're just apart- talking about something. Yeah, just talking about something that we believe in. And we're only going to take people and things that we believe in. But chances are, if you're listening to this podcast and you have something like, we're connected to you, we believe in you, we love you, and you know it would be a good fit for this audience. So if that is something that you're interested in, shoot us a message and we can talk more about it. I do want to share that like Jamie Edwards was on our last episode, uh, which was just yesterday, and she got three readings from just being on this episode yesterday, and she did them all yesterday. So, Yay, Jamie. Tell them about the story with your pet really quick if we have time. It could be a good place to to be. Oh, yeah. You guys, sorry. My tongue is like orange because I just drank a lot of coffee. I need to brush my tongue. Why is your coffee orange? No, it's like brown. It's like brown coffee. Oh, okay, okay. It's not like bright orange. It's like brown. I don't understand why you're drinking orange coffee. Uh, Go ahead. Story with my dog yesterday. Okay, yeah. So I posted this in Inner Bloomers. Um, If you guys didn't see this, get on there. uh, Get in our private Facebook group. But yeah, so yesterday in yesterday's episode, Jamie uh, gave us both pet pet readings for my pet. She. for my pet she told me that my dog actually wanted to play with more like bouncy squeaky balls and my pet my dog has always only played with balls if they have food in them because she wants to get the food out so like she loves throwing the ball but like she and she's never really like wanted to play with us or play fetch with us or anything like that so she said that my dog wanted squeaky balls so I was like okay I ordered some on Amazon they came last night took one of the balls out and she has been playing with it and squeaking it and throwing it around and running after it and asking me to play with her with it and being so, it's so clear. She's like, yeah, let's play, let's play. Like we're playing like soccer. And it's so cute because like we've never seen her play like this and it would make me sad because I would be like, why is she, like she has to have more fun than this. Like she can't only have fun motivated by food. Like I want her to have fun. And because of what Jamie said now, like, I'm watching her just like pick up this ball and play and um, it was so cute because last I gave it to her before my fiance came home last night and I was like making dinner and she she was playing with it and then she kind of stopped playing with it and then he walks through the door and all of a sudden she runs to the ball and starts like squeaking it and bringing it to him to play and like it would just it almost like (laughs) it was like and he was like he was even shocked because like she just never does that so it was really cute and it's brought us even just in 24 hours, like a lot of happiness and I feel more connected to my dog and I feel like I've given her something that she wants. So um, thank you, Jamie, again. That That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Patreons? Yes. Thank you so much to our Patreons, Adonica Haskell, Alex Anderson, Alex Latiri, a million little changes.com, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carol, Courtney Fahey, Dana McFadden, Dana Phillips, Evil Tattoo, Grace Grace, Heather Mao, Jamie Purinton, Jamie Edwards, Jamie McMahon, Lori Johnston, Mandy Ford, Maribel Muncy, Mimi Ebnetter, Nicolette Pierce, Peter School of Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Shannon McCoy, Sean Doe, Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip, Tiffany Polito, Whitney, and the Ghost, Your Radical Heart, QHHT, and Nike. Thank you so much for supporting this show. We love um, getting to know all of you more through our private conversations with ARC9, and um, it's it's just so such a blessing that you guys support us. So thank you. We love you. Anything else, Ambie? I think that's it. I think you did great. All right. Well, that's it. I'm off to look at a wedding venue. Woo! Yay! We'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, we love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, Bye. everybody.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 